Hey guys, welcome and welcome back to the Kingdom Talk podcast, where we let the one who created us be the one to define us. So this is a bonus episode. I really don't have any context for this, but it's been heavy on my heart to just like, just talk about it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Just talk about it. Um, I've been feeling lately like God has been showing me a side of him that I did not know it there like I did not know it existed and I'm saying it because I was so conditioned to believe that God was a certain way and I'm not even talking about like the days before the times that I really didn't fully come to Christ because yes at that time I didn't know God and all that great stuff, right? But now that I've walked with God for a while, you know, I'm still finding myself unlearning, unlearning thoughts about him. And I'm like, where did I get that about you from? And I'm gonna give you guys a great example. So like, basically, literally this morning, I woke up super tired. I don't know why I was so tired. But I woke up super, super tired and I was in pain. And I was really trying to have my devotional. Like, I was really trying to, like... Because my devotional consists a lot of meditation. um, Just sitting and hearing God's God's voice. I just want to hear what God is telling me after I pray. And it consists of, of course, reading and reflecting on the word. But most of it is meditation. Because after I reflect and read, I'm meditating. So I can let that word sit on my heart for a little bit and you know, kind of show me how to how to navigate that verse or that particular message throughout that particular day or days after. So I was really, really, really struggling to like stay awake. And I was like so tired. And usually when I'm like that, I would be really hard on myself. I'm not going to lie. I'll be hard on myself. I'm like prophecy, like, like that's, that's shameful. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're supposed to be alert, awake in the morning, like, ready to talk to God, ready to hear what God is saying. So I was I was feeling, most of the time when I'm like that, I feel really shameful. And I've realized that when I do experience that, I do feel really shameful. And what I've seen is that that shame is the very thing that stops me from actually being settled, having peace with myself. Um, it stops me from hearing God. It's the shame of like, I shouldn't have been here. And that shame of I shouldn't have been there here and I shouldn't have been this way. Is what that, it was what is actually stopping me from from hearing God or from even feeling him and, and and being aware of his presence, right? But um this particular morning I woke up and I felt tired, right? And I was I was getting ready to get mad at myself. <laughs> I was getting ready to be um, be hard on myself. To be honest, if I'm being honest with you guys, I was getting ready to be like prophecy. Like you, what are you doing? Like why are you still tired? Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like this is all your fault. Like you shouldn't have gotten enough sleep. All that, all that stuff, right? But for some reason, I couldn't. And literally while I was meditating, while I was trying so hard to stay awake, I felt God's presence in my heart. 
And I felt him. It's like I saw him in my head. Just like. He was just telling me like it's okay. I just felt him hold me. And and tell me it's okay. I know you're tired. I, I know you're trying. I love you. And I'm listening to you. Even the half prayers. That you're saying. When you're sleepy, I still, you know, I love those prayers. And, like, just the heaviness of his his presence just sat on me in my heart. I just, I was bawling. I was like, God, I don't deserve this. Like, I have not done good. And he's like, I don't care. Like, he literally said, I don't care. And he just kept loving on me. And it's like he didn't let the shame get to me and in that moment he was telling me I'm not it doesn't please me when you when you're hard on yourself like it doesn't please God when we're so hard on ourselves we think that God is like looking at us being like yeah you need to have it all perfect every single time every single moment like you better have it perfect but God is like I'm actually hurt when you can't forgive yourself for a small mistake that you made. I'm actually hurt when when that shame that you think is a righteous shame. Because we think, you know, it's like kind of like a good thing that I'm ashamed that I haven't done what I was supposed to do. You, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like, it's a good shame. But shame is shame. And he's saying, I don't, I don't want that shame on you. I don't see shame. When I see you, I see someone who's just trying to to do their best and, and you're struggling in the midst of it. Now, don't get me wrong. God is very direct in how he tells us to live our life. He's very direct in how, y'all, please don't mind the sound in the background. Um, but he's very direct in what he tells us to do and... You know, in the Bible is blunt, it's straightforward, like don't do this, don't do that. If you want to have a content life, do this. Like it's basically telling us how to live instructions for our lives. But at the same time, God is like God is so so empathetic and He doesn't take He doesn't take pride. He's not happy when we're hard on ourselves. He's, it actually breaks his heart because we are we are doing the thing we're doing what was done to us. We are reiterating the behavior um, of the people, you know that 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 showed us that being hard on ourselves was okay. You know, aka the world, aka our parents, aka our environment, aka our childhood experiences, all that stuff, right? But it was so. Even for me, if you guys have heard me talk on this podcast for a while, you know that I talk about perfectionism a lot. And it's one of the most dominant things in my life that I'm still unlearning. And it's a continuing unlearning process. And that plays a big part in my relationship with God, like I mentioned before. And it was just like, it was a reminder that God is actually more pleased when you're unashamed of what you're experiencing and not like an unashamed 
not unashamed in a way that you're you're not convicted about it, but unashamed in a way that you're realizing that you're human and that you need grace. When you show God that you need grace, he will meet you with so much grace, so much love, so much empathy. He will meet you with that. But when we are so hard on ourselves and we allow that shame to cast a cloud over us, it's actually limiting God from being gracious to us. And it hurts him because he knows that we need it so much. But we are out here trying to be God inside of ourselves <laughs> and trying to be the one that makes the rules and being the judge of our lives and all this stuff that we don't even recognize that like we 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 can make mistakes. Like it's allowed. It's allowed to make mistakes, you know, as long as you know that your heart posture is submitted to Christ. I don't think God sits there and he's like, oh, you made a mistake. Okay, that goes. I'm going to write that down. Literally, God says that love keeps no record of wrongs, right? And God is love. God is love. It says that in the Bible. You can search it up. Um, he is a standard of love. He is what love is. You know what I'm saying? And if he is love, that means that he doesn't keep record of wrongs. In addition to that, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So there is no like looking down upon you and judging you because you got this wrong. Like it's so for me it's it's just crazy to think about because I'm like wow, like it's really embedded into our minds. Excuse me. That God is like this very judgmental person. Like I I really have to like call myself out when I start to think about God that way. And he even pops into my mind is like, hey, that's not me. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the enemy trying to plant some thoughts in your head. That's not me. And I'm always constantly reminding myself that God is not a critic. I'm gonna say that again. God is not a critic. He doesn't look at you and go, mm, mm They messed up. Dang it, they messed up again. Oh my goodness. Here they go again. Messing up. Just keep messing up. Just keep messing up. He doesn't he doesn't <laughs> from what I've experienced, from how I have grown in Christ, he doesn't do that. Every single time that I think I'm doing God a service by being hard on myself, he literally, he literally looks at me and he's like, you're not helping at all. You're not helping. I know it, the, the deception is that if I feel bad about this thing, then I'm not going to do it again. But it's actually quite the opposite. If you feel bad about something and it's so overwhelming, you actually feel helpless and you feel like you can't help it. You can't help but do it, right? It's such a deception for the enemy, from the enemy to make us believe um, such things. And I'm telling y'all, I'm in this boat right with you guys. We are all in this boat together. Like, literally, there's times that I think I know God and he just humbles me so quick. And he's like, girl, you, know, you do not know nothing. 
obviously he doesn't say that, but in my mind, I'm like, dang, I really don't know that much. And as long as you're in Christ, it's always, it's normal. It's normal to feel like you don't know. And it's, it's, it's normal because it's humbling. Because as long as you're in Christ, you always have to stay humble. And once you start feeling like you know it, that's when it starts to get sticky. That's when it starts to get real sticky. And that's what I want to talk about in this season. I'm going to touch on that um, because we are talking about singleness and we're talking about relationships and talking about all that stuff. And I don't know if I'm going to share much about myself. (laughs) I don't want to expose myself too much. You know what I'm saying? But if God wants me, if God wants me to talk about my personal experiences and what I learned from them, a hundred percent, I will talk about it. But if, if it's not a requirement, guys, I just want y'all to know, I love y'all. Okay. I'm just not ready to share (laughs) everything. Um, I just like to, I just, it's not, it's not really because I'm scared or, I'm scared of what people think or it's really not any of that stuff. It's more of like, these are parts of me that someone needs to, you know what I'm saying? Work for. (laughs) I'm not trying to be an open book like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's a matter of um, just knowing what my limit is and, um, walking from there and, and, and really just being self-aware of what I want to share and what I don't want to share. Um, but I've been pretty open. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to come on here and, and tell you to stop being hard on yourself because it's not making God any happier. Literally, he's literally looking at you and he just wants to love on you. But the shame of what you're feeling will not let him love you. And all it takes, right? So, like, how can I stop feeling the way I'm feeling? It's just one small step of sitting down, putting away everything else, and talking to God. I know it sounds so simple, and people might overlook it, right? But it's not simple. And just giving, just communicating what you're feeling to God. Like, God, I'm, I, feel, I feel ashamed of myself right now. Why do I feel ashamed of myself? Why well, I didn't do what I wanted to do? I I didn't I didn't act the way I wanted to act. I wasn't as consistent as I wanted to be. You know, I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not. I don't feel. I'm I'm frustrated. You know, I'm angry at. When we are able to communicate what we're feeling and it's coming out of our mouths, we're able to understand a lot better why we feel the way we feel. Because sometimes. When things are in our heads so much, it becomes difficult. It becomes overwhelming to verbalize what we're feeling because we fe- we feel like we're feeling so much all at once. And um, when you talk about it, it becomes lighter, right? And I would even go further as to um, talking about it to someone that you really trust, which is why I'm a really big advocate for getting a mentor or asking God who 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 is the best person who is someone or who can you lead me to that I can ask to be my mentor who do you think you know what I'm saying is good for me cuz I have at the moment I have two mentors and I'm your girl is seeking out a third one 
because I just I don't ever want to feel like I know what I'm doing. Obviously, like not literally, obviously, I know what I'm doing, but I don't ever want to feel like I'm I'm good on my own because that's not the reality. That's not I'm not good on my own. <laughs> when I came to crisis, when I realized how dependent I am on Jesus, let me tell y'all. When I didn't, before Jesus, I was independent. I didn't need nobody, not even God, okay? Yes, I said I loved God. Yes, I said I, you know, but it wasn't, the fruit was not fruiting. (laughs) The fruit of my spirit was not producing Christ-like characteristics. You know what I'm saying? My life was not showing a Christ-like life. I wasn't the best book for the world to read as a Christian. I was just kind of like, I supported a lot of things. I tolerated a lot of things simply because I just wasn't fully aware of the fullness of of who God was calling me to be. And when I, in that time, I knew a lot. You could tell me I knew a lot. And I was so stubborn too with my opinions. And I remember even taking like tons of Snapchat videos and like always just hyping myself up. Like saying, oh, you're so pretty. Like you were, you were a bad bee. <laughs> like period. Like anybody can touch you. <laughs> anybody can touch you. Like look at you, girl. Like you ain't got you, no man is giving you boy problems. Like I was really hyping myself up, you know, giving the credit to myself, um, having stayed, you know, away from all these things. And I, I was actually, it was out of pity that I felt for myself because I I really felt lonely but I could not admit to myself that I was insecure I was lonely I was empty I just couldn't admit it to myself because then that would mean that I was wrong about something and then the way my mind was conditioned at the time is that if I was wrong about this one thing who knows what else about me that I'm wrong about so I just could not for the life of me I could not admit that I was insecure. I could not admit that I was in- incredibly self-conscious. I could not admit that I had low self-esteem. I could not admit I I could not admit that I was looking for male validation. Y'all, I'm Kenyan, so if you hear my accent, yeah, you heard it, okay? So sometimes it just like to come up in the conversation uninvited. So, if I start talking in my Kenyan accent, it is what it is. Okay, but I really thought I had it all. You know what I'm saying? Until I came to Christ and I realized how sad I was. Like I, I didn't even know my life was that miserable because I was just I was delusional. Like I was delusional, <laughs> like ninety percent of maybe a hundred percent of the time. Like to think that I didn't need God, to think that seeking male validation somehow would give me that like fatherly affirmation that I was looking for that I didn't get from my dad you know all of these things that I was just like like I look back at myself I'm like Jesus I don't know where I would be right now if you did not pick me up from that pit because that pit was stinking I was in my own nastiness talking about I'm a bad bee like no baby you're just sad and you're just lonely and you've guarded yourself up so much that you don't even know how to accept love anymore. It was so crazy. (laughs) 
it was so crazy. You know, when you don't, when you're, when you're not really acquainted with God or, or not, let me not say it like that, but when you don't really know God, when you haven't, when you haven't let him transform your heart, you think you know what you're doing. But what I've learned is when you're living a Christ-like life, most of the time, you don't know what you're doing. Like, like, yes, you know what you're doing at a, at, from a perspective, like to a certain point, right? But it requires you to walk in faith a lot of the time. And so I, I never want to, I never want to feel like I know completely I have all the answers because then that means that I cannot seek out help and I don't want to be in a place where I cannot seek out help. I would rather put my pride down. I would rather die to my pride, die to my self actualization, whatever the case may be, die to whatever I think I know to receive wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to navigate this with cheat codes. I don't want to experience pain for me to be like, oh, I experienced that, so I know better. No, I want to learn from people's mistakes and not do what they said not to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the type of person, I I believe in cheat codes in life. And because of that belief, (laughs) I'm going to be honest, it's gotten me far. Because I don't, I don't think that I need to experience pain for me to know that that situation is painful. Like if I know that this man is toxic, I don't need to get into a relationship with him and um, give myself to this man. And then for him to break my heart to know, oh yeah, he's definitely toxic. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Maybe it makes sense to you, but to me it doesn't. So I would rather get a cheat code. Like, okay, like how can I navigate this thing? How can I do this thing? How can I, you know what I'm saying? From people who are experienced, from older generation people, you know? I would rather do that than to sit here and gas myself up, if that makes sense. Yes, there's a certain level of a certain assertiveness that I have in being willing and, and having a strong-willed spirit. But I knew I need guidance. It's not that I want, I need guidance. And we all do. We're young people. And it's tempting to feel like we have it all together because of all the technology and all of the things that we have access to and yada, yada, yada. But let's not forget that the generations before us have loads of wisdom. Your parents have a lot of wisdom that you may never know because you just don't ask. And sometimes we don't ask because we don't want to know the answer, right? Because we've heard it so many times and we expect it. Like, for example, I'm going to say this and go because it's like 20 minutes already. But I always just ask my mom, like, I want to get I want to get a boyfriend. When I was like 15, <laughs> I was like, mom, why won't you let me have a boyfriend? We were a little bit older here in Canada. And a couple years in, I was like, I really want a boyfriend, mom. Like, can I just get a boyfriend? And she's like, no, you're good. You can get a boyfriend when you're 16. And I'm like, why? Like, why can't I have a boyfriend? And she's like, well, you're just, you don't know enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do you want a boyfriend? Like, like, what's the reason? Like, I could never answer why. I knew that I wanted a boyfriend because everybody had a boyfriend. But I couldn't tell her that because if I told her that, I was a little smarty pants. Um, I was always like a little mind analytical person. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just always, I was always thinking about like the best way to <laughs> argue. 
And so I couldn't tell her that I wanted a boyfriend because everyone everyone else wanted a boyfriend. I had to come up with a logical answer. And I was like, well, I want a boyfriend because I want to be loved. And I want a boyfriend because I want to experience all these things that all my peers are experiencing. And I remember, like, just, just remember her saying to me, like, you can't that you can't get that from boys you get that from god which is so cliche when i thought about it at the time because it's like yada 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 like yeah god is love okay cool but i want a boyfriend (laughs) but looking back now in the position that i'm in now i'm like she was right she was right and i think it's just important to understand like I mean, I need to stop saying like, but it's important for us to understand that we need help and we can't be doing things because we think this is how God wants it done. Like, instead of thinking that, let's ask God himself, right? God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to navigate this? In that way, you know, you can't be able to, you can't be able to navigate because you're actually hearing from God. But we need to seek God out for ourselves because there's a lot of crazy stuff happening in in the Christian world right now. Like there's so many things that I'm seeing that are really bothering my spirit because it's a bunch of really false like leadership and and things that just are not the spirit of God. And so we do need to pull up our pants because, baby, it's getting bad out here. It's getting crazier, crazier and crazier. Um, yeah, so I hope y'all enjoyed this. This is really random, but it was really heavy on my heart. Like, please let yourself be free. Let yourself go. Like, you're some of y'all are really holding yourselves to a chain on your neck. Like, I got to do this right and do this right and do this right. And if I don't do it then I'm not worth it. If I don't do it, then I'm not worthy. If I don't do it, then I'm not lovable. If I don't do it, then then who's going to accept me? Who's going to love me? Like, you know what I'm saying? God is accepting of every single version of us, including the version that's angry, frustrated, tired, sad, mad. He knows us so intricately. And because he knows us so intricately, he is, he is more than qualified to have access to all of us. You know what I'm saying? So when you do feel that shame, just ask God to like to, to, to help you navigate it. To literally just talk to him about it. Because again, I said, the more you communicate about it, the more it just becomes lighter. And even going further to talking to someone else about it. Because the Bible talks about how when you confess your sins to someone else, to a, uh, you know, to someone you trust, obviously, it brings healing. So it is good to confess your sins to God and to, to confess, to, to let out, to communicate what you're feeling. But it's even better when you talk to someone about it because it brings healing, right? And I have experienced that firsthand, so I know it's true. So, yeah, just God wants you as you are and he's not, he doesn't want to put a bunch of strings and 
and rules on you. He just wants to love on you. And out of that love, it, it changes how you behave. It changes how you act, right? He doesn't want you to to change and then love him. He wants you to love him and then change. It's that's the that's the process. But anyways, guys, I'm so excited and I'm really really happy to see what God does in season 2. And I will see y'all uh in the next bonus episode because this is like a little segment now. <laughs> All right, I love y'all so much. I'll see y'all later. Bye.